Ho, ho, ho. Chuck E. Cheese here with Christmas presents. We're talking Chuck E. Cheese. Hit it. It was 1983. Irene Cara sang Flashdance, What a Feeling. G.I. Joe action figures were reintroduced with Swivel Arm Battle Grip. Jaws 3D was set at SeaWorld. And Chuck E. Cheese visited Santa's workshop and helped save Christmas. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me are three Pizza Time players and Totally Rad Christmas All-Stars. From Tis the Podcast, it's Totally Rad web designer, Tom Crow. Tom, how's it going? You know, Jerry, I'm doing really well. Right on, man. I always like it when you're doing well. That's... I'm feeling more like uh, Chuck E. Cheese in the 80s and less like the abandoned rundown Chuck E. Cheese. Post-COVID. From the dump. <laughs> yeah, during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's always glad to hear, man. Uh, now, my next guest, you'll know from the Magic of the Season podcast, it's Ashley Dunbar. Ashley, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks. I'm uh, super excited to be here with Tom because, you know, I've just been waiting to to join an episode with him. Such an honor. Well, I am. I can guarantee I am sure to disappoint. Don't say that. <laughs> just ask my wife or my oh, mom. <laughs> Welcome to Totally Rad After Dark. And on that note, we'll uh, introduce my third guest. Not what I meant. <laughs> Not what I meant. <laughs> from, from Filmstrip Podcast, it's Ron Hogan. Ron, how are you? Oh, Jerry, like uh, showbiz pizza, I've been resigned to the mists of history, yet people have fond, fond memories of me. <laughs> that works. Love that. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like it's been forever since I've talked to to both uh, you and Tom. Like, it seems like so long. Although, I guess we just did Fat Man the other day, Tom. But, Ron, I, I don't think I've seen you in, like half a year or so you have not not uh, not for a long while actually but uh it's good to be uh alive and it's good to be here so i'm thrilled to uh, uh bring your podcast down to my level once again. <laughs> well before we do that i have a new segment called hit me with a toaster uh and i want you to just hit me with the first answers you can think of so we'll go in this order ashley tom ron and what is your favorite 80s movie um, the Outsiders. Nice. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right on. Run. Back to the Future. Awesome. Okay. What is your favorite 80s TV show, Ashley? Care Bears. Perfect. Tom? Alf. Oh, that's a good one. Knight Rider. Ooh, that's a good one, too. All right. 80s song. Ashley, go. I want to dance with somebody. Safety mm-hmm. dance. <laughs> Hungry like the wolf. <laughs> that's what Anthony said. <laughs> <laughs> all right and your favorite 80s toy the my little ponies cool my water toy bath toy incredible hulk oh yeah oh gi joe obviously perfect love it 
Those answers are amazing, almost as amazing as this next topic that we're going to be covering tonight, which is Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, what a what a segue there. Ho, ho, ho. Chuck E. Cheese here with Christmas presents. Now till Christmas at Chuck E. Cheese's, everybody ordering a large pizza who does this gets 20 game tokens free. Add a salad to that pizza and you get my new calendar with over a hundred bucks worth of coupons. 20 free tokens, just like this. This big cheese is all hot. What do you guys remember about Chuck E. Cheese? You know, what are your what are your histories with Chuck E. Cheese? Um, I actually was trying to plan a Chuck E. Cheese uh, family day, which was last weekend for us in Canada. I was trying to play that with the family, but uh, apparently the adults don't want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. I was the only one who wanted to. So <laughs> we had to change plans and we went bowling instead, which, you know, was was OK. But it wasn't Chuck E. Cheese's. So just so you know, there is still one in Canada. It's hanging around. Um, but it just got a facelift, I guess, post COVID. But it mm-hmm. was very, very rundown looking for a while. But yeah. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> what about you guys? Chuck E. Cheese was a mecca of childhood for me. It's where I wanted to go. I never got my Chuck E. Cheese birthday party that I always (gasps) wanted. Mm. Tom. I know. That's a heartbreak. I was pretty deprived as a child. I really was. (laughs) I got to go to other kids' birthday parties. And um, I have this really big buildup on what Chuck E. Cheese was like in my head that I don't want to lose. Yeah. So I don't go. I haven't been been at all. We have one in Tulsa. Smart. And we got invited um, to take Ellie. And I'm like, you know, I don't know that I can do that. I don't I don't know that I can. <laughs> I don't want to lose what I have in my head. It's kind of I, I always go back to the the time tis the podcast when I take a critical look at Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And we, I ruined <laughs> yeah. it for myself. No, Some God. things are better left in the past. And I think Chuck E. Cheese is one of those. Just tell next time it happens, just tell Christine to take her. Christine won't go because the animatronics creeped her out as a kid. <laughs> oh, no. She was disgusted by the pizza. Well, yeah, it's not the best I, pizza. I learned all. when we were like, when you gave us all this stuff to like look at, I actually went through the, I guess, I don't know, the Wikipedia. And it mm-hmm. said that the animatronics was pulled in 20... 17 or something but they pulled them like completely or i for and anyways i don't remember the date but i was like isn't that the whole thing about chucky e. cheeses was the animatronic show yeah that, i mean that's that's pretty much like the reason or part of the reason for its existence was like all this animatronic stuff but yeah they started phasing them out in like the uh, early to mid 90s and then yeah, i think they were finally completely gone in the last few years uh, but what about you ron what do you remember 2019 they pulled the last one uh and they they replaced them all with holograms of Tupac Shakur. <laughs> I'm going now. He's still alive, guys. Still- if I've got some California love while I'm playing skee ball, I'm I'm golden. Yeah, but they, they but they replaced Ice Cube with Chuck E. Cheese, so it's even better. Wait, which version of Chuck E. Cheese is it? The uh, John Widelock or uh, <laughs> Scott Wilson? <laughs> oh, John Widelock, because he's it's it's yeah. Ice Cube, man. He's got to have some more attitude. <laughs> Some wise guy in him, yeah. Gotta put some, gotta put some uh, stank on his insults or whatever. Um, but I never had a Chuck E. Cheese birthday party. I believe my parents were always slightly grossed out by it. But my cousin had one, and oh, I did nice. get to go to that one. 
and so the basically it was just my entire family at, with like five others and everyone had a Chuck E. Cheese birthday at the same time because it was on like a Saturday because you know that's how it worked. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So like there wasn't any like super special attention or anything paid. There was just like a bucket of moldy looking coins to use for various games and some <laughs> bad yes. rat, rat cheese pizza. <laughs> I mean, why did they always have like some sort of film or like a greenish grayish <laughs> color on those coins? <laughs> yes. Yes. The grime on your fingers. And you know, this was the eighties. We didn't wash our hands. We, right? Nobody so, washed their hands. So just imagine what ended up in, in your digestive tract while at Chuck E. Cheese. That this is why our immune lot, systems actually. are so superior. <laughs> or why they're not. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably that's probably actually where COVID comes from. Somebody fell in the ball pit and <laughs> came out with a bat in their mouth. And it was just all over. <laughs> oh man. It's like so I'm actually kind of right there with you. The closest Chuck E. Cheese to us was two and a half hours away in Corpus Christi. And so in order to go to a Chuck E. Cheese, we had to like be in Corpus for a reason, like visiting our uncle or aunt or something. And so I remember the one time I finally convinced my parents to take us, I was like four. My little brother was, I think, two. And we were so excited. The show hadn't started yet. We hadn't gotten to play games yet. Our pizza was coming out because like my parents wouldn't let us go play games until after we ate. And so a pizza was coming out. My brother grabbed a slice, dropped it on his leg, and it burned him. It was so hot. And my mom out of anger made us all leave and i was so mad at my brother for dropping the pizza (laughs) (laughs) it's like you ruined it because of course he wanted that experience right? yeah yeah, i know it's totally not his fault it's uh, but you know i was four so i just remember being so upset and then we eventually did go back and and it was fun um but in the valley we we never got a chuck e cheese until like Decades later, I think it was like in the late 90s, maybe even the early 2000s before there was finally a Chuck E. Cheese down there. And so uh, it was like either you'd go to Peter Piper Pizza or you'd go to Funtime Pizza, which was another one. I think there was a Showbiz Pizza that we got for a little <laughs> bit, which was kind of a, like a rival to Chuck E. Cheese. Eventually, you know, they bought them out. But we just didn't have it. So I don't really have a ton of experience with it, except for when we've taken my daughter and I got to say the rat cheese pizza kind of fits. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not the best pizza like at all. No, I feel, I always felt like it was delicio pizzas to be honest. Like that's about as com- like the comparison I could ever find was that it was pretty much a frozen pizza. Yeah. It was like frozen pizzas. It's kind of the vibe that I got. Yeah. That's disrespectful yeah. to frozen pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, de- depends on which frozen pizza, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Showbiz Pizza had the big bear instead of it did, yeah. Chuck yes. E. Cheese leading everything, right? We had, we had both when I was a kid. But uh, you grew up in Houston, right? Yeah. Yeah, Houston. We had all the things. A lot bigger than the Valley, especially mm-hmm. in the 80s. Did Did you guys ever have uh, Woody Woodpeckers? No, that sounds cool. <laughs> so 
uh, Chuck E. Cheese was so big where we were um, that somebody decided to open up something called, and it was the exact same thing, and it was called Woody Woodpeckers. I don't know, but that sounds awesome. And it, it was just as gross and grimy as Chuck E. Cheese was. <laughs> Did it have a big like animatronic Woody Woodpecker or anything? Um, no, they were the uh, live cartoons, like the mascots. I guess they, yeah, they didn't have the animatronics. Oh, like someone in a oh. in a costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same. That no. didn't have the same creepy vibe. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Soulless eyes yeah. and the mouth that just opens and closes. Yeah, but that's, that's enough talking about the employees, Tom. <laughs> For real. Oh, I was talking about my co-host on the other show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although funnily enough, you both said safety dance. So. <laughs> who said say who else said safety dance? Anthony. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I think you all have been hanging out too long. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to challenge him to a to a sing off and see who is make sure he actually knows the song. Well, now I kind of want to see a dance off. You know, that dance isn't as safe as they that. said it was. <laughs> that's what I've heard, yeah. <laughs> Tom, also, just so you know, I'm very excited to listen to your episodes, um, The Grinch, and uh, Better Watch Out, because I heard that they were masterpieces. Ooh. Ooh. Well, let me know what you think. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I Which, definitely will. The, uh, you're talking about the live-action Grinch one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's on my it's it's downloaded and I'm ready to listen. And I told I told Anthony that uh, I was going to give him a fair chance because I listened to a few and I was like, you got to redeem yourself here a little bit. But so I have those two in my must listen. So I'll let you know how I think about them. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't need to give him a fair chance. You, you, you can prejudge him. It's all good. He's used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, Love after. After I ruined the after I ruined his life by declaring him the worst and everyone ran with it, um, he he's pretty much accepted his place. Oh God! Yeah, it's, it's actually because of that that he uh, didn't win any raddies that first year. <laughs> Bunch of savages. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. It's it's, it's all fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, everybody was saying that Tom was the worst, and I was like, No. Do you listen to the show? Anthony's right there. Come on, guys. <laughs> Well, the yeah, I mean, I felt the same way because Tom and I uh, agreed on a lot of stuff. Like, like every time Tom said something, he was like, "That's what I think," and and then he kept saying him the worst. And I was like, "Oh man, I guess that means I'm the second worst." I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but speaking of the worst, so uh, Chuck E. Cheese. To get into Chuck E. Cheese, you got to go back to Atari, because yes. uh, you know it all goes back to Nolan Bushnell, and this dude was like all over the place as far as businesses go. It's the craziest thing. Like I, before doing this, I really had no idea about any of the history of Chuck E. Cheese, but to know that it kind of ties with Atari and that the special that we're going to be covering kind of ties with Pixar. I mean, that's like, it's like, called cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yes. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so apparently uh, this, guy bushnell that helped create pong and found atari uh was just tired of seeing no family places that had arcade games and you know we're, we're just family friendly so he pretty much started one and as he was trying to expand he got uh, uh robert brock from uh what is it that topeka hotels group something like that 
he owned like a ton of Holiday Inns. He was like, like I think he had the most Holiday Inn franchises out of anyone in the U.S. And it was like a ridiculous amount, like I think two hundred million dollars for like about two hundred uh, Chuck E. Cheeses throughout different states. And in December of '79, he pulled out because he found better technology that Aaron Fector had created from creative engineering. And so he pulled out because he knew that these animatronics that this guy created were going to be better. And so he could actually make more profit by being a licensor and not a licensee by starting his own business. And that's how Showbiz Pizza came up. And this was around the time in the early 80s when um, Bushnell, who I guess has like a penchant for just starting a bunch of businesses and then Mm kind of letting them just run themselves. He created a cadabroscope. He was doing cadabroscope, which was uh, responsible for the animation that we see here. Or I should say half animation that we see here because (laughs) it's so stilted. It's terrible. Yeah. If you thought Hanna-Barbera cartoons were cheap and poorly animated, boy, howdy, do we have a special (laughs) for you? I I had to I actually clo- like turned my TV off because I was watching it through like the YouTube streaming. I turned my TV off. I restarted my internet because I thought there's absolutely no way yep. that this is like a. St- it just it didn't match up. There was just really awful timing, and I was like, okay, it's got to be a me problem and not a that problem. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too when I first saw it. I was like, okay, yeah. something is definitely wrong uh, because I've seen. You know, this happened to me on SNL when I'd like look up a sketch and they would just be, be pictures. And I said, okay, this has got to be me. So I restarted it. I found a different stream. I found all sorts of things. And then I finally researched it. And I was like, no, that's how it is. <laughs> yes, yes. I went through the same, literally the same motion. Now, the the internet rabbit hole says that this was actually a completed thing that aired on TV in Canada and was shown in Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, restaurants or casinos or whatever you would call them yes it it was shown yeah (laughs) (laughs) casinos is probably good underage Uh, casinos (laughs) yeah it it was actually so the deal was that um they created these cells that we saw and then they were going to use cadaberscope's computers to uh fill in with what's called tweening and so it was basically going to animate all the stuff in between so that it would look smooth um it's kind of like flash player and so it was going to be like the first real almost computer generated thing. Cadabroscope was sold off to George Lucas uh, in like a fire sale type thing where, uh, you know, Atari was losing money uh, show uh, or was it pizza time you know, was losing money. And so he just needed to sell these properties off. So they cut the funding. It was going to air at all the Chuck E. Cheese's. And then a year later, after it was finished with the tweening, it was going to air on NBC. Like it was going to be a full special, but they just oh stopped God. it. And so in order to get a little bit of their money back, they just released it on VHS and sold it like at gas stations and stuff, which is crazy. Now, now, did is this because of the collapse of Atari mm-hmm. that he had to start selling off all of his things? Now, yep. he's also the Bushnell um, telescope guy, right? That I'm not sure. It could be. I mean, it very well could be because he started a bunch of just different uh, companies and or work to to help build different companies so it's very possible it is him i um i fondly remember because when you had posted it i was like oh yeah i definitely have seen uh the christmas version of chuck e cheese but i i don't know if maybe it was like a 
a fever dream or something, but I remember it. I didn't remember it being like stop motion, but I remembered it. And I don't know if it's because we had picked it up at a gas station one day and watched it. Like, I'm not sure. Or if I seen it at Chuck E. Cheese, like I, I wouldn't have been in the 80s. So it probably wasn't. But I, I don't know. I, I definitely remember seeing it, though. Yeah, but the 80s didn't come to Canada till the 90s, right? It's true. Yeah, it's, it's still like that right now. <laughs> it's still the <laughs> so 80s. So far behind. <laughs> yeah. 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 But- yeah, this is like this is a strange one, man. And we've it, we've we've done a lot of strange things. I mean, I talk about the '80s. That's like the decade of the most strange things ever. And this was weird. Yeah, it was very weird. But just remember, without this, we would never have had Pixar. So that's true. So I guess we kind of owe it a debt of gratitude. Uh, can you explain that's, the that's correlation, please? <laughs> uh, after it was sold to George Lucas. Mm-hmm. It ended up helping to establish the foundation. It was like the foundation of Pixar. Yeah, it was oh. like the uh, the computer department or something of uh, For Pixar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know what we this? I don't know what this thing we watched yeah. at Jerry's behest <laughs> uh, brought us. You're to welcome. <laughs> yeah. Just for the record, I did. I never thanked you. <laughs> I know. And to my knowledge, neither did Ashley or Ron. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, it's, I couldn't get my kiddo to watch it. It was yeah, even too weird for. That's a, how for I do with bed. Same thing. Uh, Andrew, my my six year old, he was like, he stayed with me for about five minutes and was like, "Yeah, I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I turned it on. I was like, I gotta watch this thing again. Do you want to watch it with me? With to Holly, uh, my wife, and we made it literally two minutes in, and she was like, "Oh, I think I'm okay." It's like, yeah. <laughs> And this is after I said, look, it's just going to be like some voiceovers and it's going to be like a storyboard, but like less interesting than a storyboard (laughs) and definitely less interesting than the animatic would have been. But it's just going to be like some weird talking and singing and and some pictures. She's like, oh, okay. The songs are. Yeah. (laughs) The songs are great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The songs are something else. Uh, Yeah. I, I guess let's just jump in because it's awful. And the faster we get done with it, the faster we can get to the thing I'm actually really excited about, which is a brand new segment I'm going to introduce tonight. So uh, uh, I like how sh- Ashley described this as stop animation. It is literally animation <laughs> that ran that stops. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I didn't know how else to describe it, to be honest. No, hey, you, I mean, you it, nailed it. Yeah, that's as good a <laughs> description as any there. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. It's like, have you ever tried to do one of those flip books where you flip the thing real fast and it makes it look That's like what a... I thought it was. But, <laughs> but, you're, but, you're, forget the flip, but you're really bad at it. <laughs> but but so you it like skip jumped. like five pages. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah so God. basically you have a, you have a flip book that's missing most pages and you stop by a New Jersey gas station, find a couple of wise guys and have them read the script for you. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Chucky. Chucky's voice. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah, it's thick, yeah, thick accent. It's it's how every New Yorker talks, though. And and he's like, it, have you ever seen videos of like the early '70s, late '80s, or excuse me, early '80s? Yeah, he. I thought he was he's a like Jersey super, guy. Super like rude and uh, didn't he have a cigar? To everybody and he had yeah. a cigar too. Yeah, yeah, he did. Part and of the, be- when they when 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 smoking, you know. Was it was cool. no longer was, was okay. the yeah. coolness. Uh, he lost. He yeah. he had to lose a cigar. Well, and and he let's see, yeah, he a chew dick a red gum bit. now. Eh. 
Can- cancel <laughs> culture. Cancel coach- culture I ruined uh, Chucky's habit. <laughs> cancel culture. <laughs> Something ruined his habit. I don't know what it yeah. was. But... No, but like, I mean, even just having a rat as like your mascot for a pizza place, that's just, I mean, that's kind of sketch, right? I heard well, actually supposed that. To be a... Yeah, it was... yeah it, was, it was supposed to be a coyote. Well, yep. that, that's what he thought it was when he yes. ordered it. <laughs> yeah, I think a I pink-tailed like coyotes probably exist in the mind of a uh, rolled doll somewhere. But uh, I believe that's it. called the chupacabra. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if you, I think if you ma- uh, mash up Chucky with Mister Munch, then maybe you'd get the chupacabra. But that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But okay. So I'm just gonna dive into this. It's crazy. So we start off with Chuck E. Cheese and um, Jasper T. Jowls heading to the North Pole because I guess they forgot to mail a letter. Is that what it was? Jasper yes. forgot to give his uh, forgot to give his Christmas list to Santa Claus. Yeah. So we're already starting out. We've got a very unique story that nobody has ever or Everybody, will ever hear yeah. again. <laughs> and, and the title is so distinctive. The title of this thing alone makes sets it apart from every other Christmas special, because there's never been a Christmas that almost wasn't before. And the whole reason it wasn't was because one rando guy wasn't going to get his presents. Well, <laughs> in fairness, in the early '80s, that storyline had only been done like maybe ten times. So, you know, I mean, it's still kind of rare by film standards. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I'm I'm trying to be upbeat about this one. It's pretty tough. But yeah, so they they're right well, in the sled pulled by the, like robots. The 80s the 80s was the me the me generation. So it makes total sense that one <laughs> dog man true. is willing to completely derail Christmas for everyone because <laughs> he's not going to get his big bag of kibble and his nyla bone. <laughs> hey, that's a Kong toy, man. That's what he wants. <laughs> he wants a Kong. Uh but yeah, yeah, let's not say where that peanut butter's been. I think it was probably, <laughs> let's be honest, this was the 80s. It was probably like a rolled up cigarette packet that somebody threw at a dog. Yes. Yeah, play fetch true. with. Yeah. It's probably true. Someone's old sock. Yeah, it could be. Or- I was going to say, this cigar butt still has tobacco in it. <laughs> that was a good Jasper. Spoilers, I might be doing Jasper later, but we'll see. So, yeah, but like their sleds being pulled by robots, which is kind of cool, but also like the robots are like the dinkiest looking robots ever. You know, it's like R2D2 meets like the little robot from um, Batteries Not Included, you know, like as a head. I don't know if you remember that one. It's a little more obscure, but I love Batteries Not Included. Right? It's so good. Yeah. But and they keep going. They're They're headed north. And then we cut to like an elf that I guess is loading the very last piece of mail like the very last bag of mail no more <laughs> Letter letters to not one <laughs> every morning it's the same old thing go out in the cold and get the mail letters more letters everybody's been good this year so many toys to be made is that it there it is Put these here goggles on. Right there! 
That's it! The last mail delivery of the year! Uh, so I guess Santa has a cutoff date, guys. So the important thing to remember is if you're writing to Santa, make sure you do it before Christmas Eve, because that's it. Unless if you, you don't wish send really it hard. in by December 23rd, you can just go to hell, kid. <laughs> uh, nowadays, you can actually just email him. So, you know, yeah, I like, it, it can get well, there. You sound like one of the elves on the assembly line. <laughs> you said that. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah, that was I the loved whole it. Point. You nailed it. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> unless you wish really hard, and then it'll just happen. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I was going to say, you just jumped to the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yeah. yeah, so he's getting this last bit of mail and he goes inside and we cut back to like Jasper and, and Chuck going to like the actual North Pole. And we finally get a glimpse of like the North Pole and the elves working in it. And it is like the dingiest, like just grimiest looking North Pole. And I usually love cartoons from this era because they have like this particular color palette and you, you know what I mean, right? It's it's like this color palette that's just very nostalgic. Everything's a little bit more muted. Uh, sometimes there's a little more pastels. But this was like, this just looked dirty. Santa <laughs> needed like a, a janitorial staff elf because it was it was pretty awful. Like sanitation department or something. I felt that too. And I'm confused about the elves. They look, they were obviously drawn by different people. Mm-hmm. There, as I look at them, there, there's they're not consistent. Their size, when you go, when you flip from one page to the next, and we have that trans <laughs> that that epic transition, mm-hmm. there's just no consistency at all. I felt like the elves were very true to, just like you said, true to like what you would think in the 80s or 90s, like when you would draw like very, um, I guess, cartoony, magical elves. Like you would get those. I thought that the elves were. But it was so, like you said, it was very, very different from the rest of the. Um, it's like pages, someone saw Time Bandits and said, "Let's put those guys at the North Pole," you know. <laughs> we'll or just... the um, or the <laughs> yes. Hobbits from Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> yep. So quick, someone called Billy Barty. We, now we that Billy was Barty. good animation, though. <laughs> Well, that, well, of course, that was good animation. He just never has money enough to finish, to finish. One of his projects. <laughs> So kind of like this movie, there wasn't any money to finish it. <laughs> so it's exactly like Ralph Bakshi then. <laughs> but then like Santa comes in and okay, he's doesn't look like Santa at all. And I guess this is maybe like his uh, just regular, his casual wear. Because later on when he's in the sleigh, he's got like the full, you know, Santa regalia. But here he's got a coat with like a dingy collar, you know, the fur lines. It was like a yellowish tannish kind of color. And uh, which looks yes. cool when it's like live action, you know, I'm I'm thinking of like Christmas Chronicles. I, th- that looks nice. It's like that brownish grayish, you know, like real fur. But in cartoons, it just makes it look bad. And he's wearing like these uh, like periwinkle pants almost. It's like a bluish, a light bluish purple. It's it's just weird. I did not get Santa vibes from him at all. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Santa have a very weird accent? Like it was uh, a New Yorker accent or something? Like it it definitely wasn't. When he opened his mouth, I was like, that is not what I would picture a Santa to sound like, like at all. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe. I was so stunned by the the wild accents that everyone else had that I guess Santa sounded normal in, in comparison. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe. Well, I was just weirded out by the scene where uh, Mrs. Claus was about to spank one of the elves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, she does get yeah. a wooden spoon and spank a storm but, cloud later on. But this one, this one, yes. though. No, not, not when she's spanking this one. This scene right here just looked like we were about to hear, see some. I just posted a link to a screenshot that I saved when I was watching because I was like, we have to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god she's like, oh, i don't know no. if she's changing him on the table <laughs> I, him, I hope not there's some weirdness <laughs> happening here he's one of the older elves you oh know, my god just put a diaper on him and he can keep working <laughs> but, but we get like this the yeah so okay i guess the main uh gosh i don't even know how to describe this but the the crux of the whole special is that the elves aren't going to be finished making their toys in time. And so this one elf named Fortran, uh, get it, Fortran, computer, he yep. creates a um, robot or a whole army of robots, essentially, to help the elves with their toy making. Mrs. Claus! Oh, hello, Fortran! Mrs. Claus, I've been working on a surefire way to get everything done in time for Christmas. Oh, Santa'd certainly appreciate that. What is your idea? Why, Fortran, that's marvelous. Oh, I'm going to tell Santa right away. <laughs> what a clever little fellow you are. <laughs> oh, wait, Mrs. Claus, about that idea. I, I forgot to tell you, uh, there are still a few bugs. Bugs? Oh, no, Fortran, not in my house. Oh, that's not what I meant. I mean, it's not perfect yet. Uh, there are still some minor adjustments to be made. Sure. I mean, it sounds very much like the Santa Claus 2 ripped off uh, over here. <laughs> yes. But... And the robots all kind of look like um, Alpha 5 from Power Rangers. <laughs> yes, yes. Hi, hi, hi. The alarm. We have an incoming teleportation. Who could it be on Christmas Eve? There is no need to be alarmed, Alpha. It's the Power Rangers. Oh, I just knew you would come. Oh, Tommy, Kimberly, Billy, you're here. I'm so happy to see you. Because it's the big, like, frisbee head, uh, <laughs> big frisbee-shaped head thing, like a saucer-shaped head, excuse me. That's what I think, Jerry, you were trying to pin it. You knew you knew what the robots I couldn't like. pin it. No, nope, that's it. it Ron, yeah. Right there. Yep. Once again, Ron has all the words that I need. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, it's like the, the weirdest looking robots. There no imagination on these artists like at all. I don't know why. Maybe because they were supposed to be doing it with computers. They're like, let's keep it simple. But it just it was odd, man. Really it had a fifth the the robots had a 50s feel they did not feel like how we viewed robots in the 80s yeah i mean we had 80s robots you know why didn't they just make them look like those 80s robots even those look a little more advanced than these ones here they should have just made it look like the robot from uh rocky 4 would look yeah oh can you imagine if it was if they had used like a terminator <laughs> the terminator robot just <laughs> making toys. They'll use a um, they'll use Bishop from Alien. <laughs> nice aliens robots. So it's just a bunch of Lance Hendrickson's running around the North Pole. Yeah, I would have. I wouldn't have mind Lance Hendrickson. This at least it would have been uh, a little more entertaining because you never know what that guy's up to. I don't know if it's maybe because I am not an '80s kid, but um, I felt a little confused as to like 
where the robots, like why they came in or <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, Oh, okay. The robots are pulling Santa's sleigh. I thought that was a little bit um, random, but you know, like you guys said, robots were in, in the eighties. So maybe that's where it came from, but I was confused. Gen- well, I mean, even just thinking about Chuck E. Cheese, they used robots, basically, you know, the animatronics. Now, I guess, yes, was you're there right. <laughs> a robot character in Chuck E. Cheese in the Menagerie of Guys? Because I thought there were some robots in the animatronic one. show, like it was robot a... backup singers or something. There was Henny. There was the Warblets. Oh. No, they were like I don't magpies, think so. I think. Oh. There was a Munch was a monster, and he was retconned to be an alien. Uh, there was a cat, and there was Pasquale. Pasquale, yeah. And then um, hen, yeah, the something hen, Henny, 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 Henry. No, not Henrietta. It's I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But so we cut back to like Chuck and uh, Jasper riding, and they go through like a storm area, and because of course they do, and we get like this weird looking anthropomorphic cloud storm guy who is sleeping on the ground, and he's angry. Well, well, I mean, if yes. you were sleeping on the ground and somebody went sledding right through you, you probably <laughs> would be mad too. It's a horrible way to wake up: sled crashing through your body <laughs> with some with some wise guy rat on in it. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I sound like Edward G. Robinson? Yeah, sorry. Who was more angry? Was it Mrs. Claus or the storm cloud? Because I feel like there were two very angry characters, and those two were definitely the most yeah, angry. Whoever was drawing Mrs. Mrs. Claus, it looked like she they only had a, knew how to do a mad face. That was it. <laughs> various, shade, yeah. various shades, various shades, fifty shades of angry. I don't know what was going on. Uh, maybe Mrs. Claus <laughs> invented the uh, RB the concept of RBF. <laughs> I was I was thinking of a nice way to say it, as, but that's that's just a yeah better. But like, okay, so the robots start taking over. They become Elf of the Month. And all the other elves just start feeling left out. And one elf starts like painting and the toy is immediately snatched away by a robot and finished. And so she like sadly goes into like a closet and starts painting roses and sings like a very slow song. the rose sparkle like i do or something like that it's she doesn't and she didn't look like a an elf to me she looked they made her look way more human yeah 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 well all the others were like old men with beards or like big bushy right. mustaches you know <laughs> is this a smart fat situation yeah you can't have a female <laughs> well, no tom it's just 86 isn't you can't have the, <laughs> you can't have tomato tomato woman I mean... you know it's gotta be she can't be a weird monster like all the rest of them. She has to look normal. <laughs> no, no, this is just good old misogyny. <laughs> if, if Chuck E. Cheese isn't attracted to her, then 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 she doesn't count. <laughs> wow, that's a whole new level. Of I, Chuck feel e. like all, I feel like there's I feel like there's a mean, lesson here for kids, but I don't I don't want to touch that one with a ten foot no. pole. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah, no. They they had to cut that part out of the out of the special. <laughs> 
But so they finally Jasper and, and Chuck finally get to the Santa's workshop. They I guess get in through like the chimney or something, and uh, they get in. And I like how they both of them are just in awe. And Chuck says something like, "Like this isn't how the North Pole looks like in all the books I have, or something like that." But yeah, I feel you. I agree, Chuck. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So like we've been lied to. Walter White's North Pole or something, you know. Just (laughs) anyway, so they look around, they see like there's an elf that's sad, and nobody's working together because the robots have all taken over, and like the other elves are either gonna quit and go make shoes or start baking cookies in a tree, I guess. The elf taught us. Or, you know, I don't know, maybe have an uprising. Soon the elves will all rise up and stab out Santa's eyes. I don't know, but like they're <laughs> they're just like all upset. And Jasper tells Chuck to like give him like an uplifting one of your uplifting speeches. And I'm thinking this was that era when like he was just a jerk to everyone. What uplifting speeches are you talking about, man? Like he's he's not a nice mm-hmm. rat here. No. Yeah, I no. guess they were going with like a Animal House thing, <laughs> where you know Bluto gives everyone the uplifting speech, but it doesn't make any sense. And Jasper's like, "Let him go, he's rolling." <laughs> but, but meanwhile, all of this has happened in the storm, uh, and I guess the storm is responsible for like I guess the big conundrum because he's still you know pissed off, and so he creates fireballs. I didn't know storms could create fireballs, but. He starts throwing fireballs and it like knocks out several of the robots and Mrs. Claus has to like go outside and get after him and spank him with her wooden spoon that she grabs. She like hits his nose like twice. Well, he found the white flower, Jerry. So <laughs> the fire flower. He got, he got the ability to, to make the fireballs. The fireball, the way it bounces though around. Mm-hmm. And it oh no, the 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 animation, y'all. I just can't. I'm going to put animation in quotes. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, maybe yeah. lack thereof. The drawings. <laughs> the implication. But so Chuck is trying to give a speech and he has no idea what he's saying. And you can tell he has no idea what he's saying because he st- starts repeating himself. Oh, yeah, sure. Naturally. Yeah, I have an idea. Where I come from, people always have ideas. I mean, Abe Lincoln, take Abe Lincoln. He had to have that idea to leave the log cabin. And uh, the Declaration of Independence? That would never have been written if somebody didn't have an idea. Yeah, so, see, I am full of ideas. If uh, you could take, you could take, you see Uh see that? Well, looks as if we could all use an early Christmas present. Perhaps a little Santa magic will do the trick. And so finally Santa's like, all right, I guess it's time for some Christmas magic. And he touches the side of his nose. And we get that 80s sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) We get that 80s uh, magic sound effect. And then everybody's suddenly working together. And the robots and the elves are all happy. And Chuck now knows what to say. He's like, hey, they can do all the technical stuff. And you can do all the artistic stuff, elves. And it all works out. And Santa, yeah, flies away. And (laughs) not Pasquale, (laughs) Jasper. Realizes he forgets his letter, but wishes really hard, and it disappears because Santa has accepted his letter. So, yeah, good times, good times. As I turned it on to watch it again, I it's because they pretty much start off with Jasper holding his right his letter, 
And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. Like, I remember it because that is literally at the very end of the movie where he's holding his letter and he's like, oh my God, I forgot this whole, this whole trip was about me giving my list to Santa and I somehow just forgot it. And clearly it wasn't that important, but then I, yeah, when I turned it back on, I was like, I, I remember this wholeheartedly because I know how it's going to end because of how they started it. Same literally. It's almost like they took the same. They probably did. I mean, and <laughs> let's, let's be honest. <laughs> the end and the beginning <laughs> together. Like, full disclosure. I had a hard time getting through this. I, I think I sat through it about six times before I finally could get through the whole thing. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not going in your Christmas canon. <laughs> well, I'm just not surprised that when somebody showed up to bust the elf union and New Jersey rat came around and threatened everyone until <laughs> everybody got back into place like it was supposed to. <laughs> yes. We'll make him an offer. He can't refuse. I got to figure out a way to break these robots legs. <laughs> yeah. See, you're going to go back on the assembly line. Yeah. <laughs> I know the more, I, the more I try, the more I start to sound like Edward G. Robinson. Yeah. Or Big Boss from Cops. You remember that cartoon? Oh, yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah. That's, a, that's a trip down memory lane. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Jerry just found another episode. Oh, I'm tr- I've been trying something. to find a Christmas connection to it. I'm sure I can drum up something. But uh, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I, I also found like a little 1989. Uh, it's like a seven minute short that they showed in the restaurants that I kind of I sent to y'all. And, it was both mostly them just singing Christmas carols. There was a, I think they sang Jingle Bells. Was it Sleigh Ride? And then I think it was uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, elves and reindeer, it's time to enjoy the music and magic of Christmas with Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, the fields we go, laughing all the way. <laughs> bells and cocktails ring, making spirits bright. Oh, what fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining us as we celebrate Christmas, the most magical time of the whole year. Oh, it's a special, all right. There's so much wonderful music. Oh, so many wonderful parties. So many friends to see. And it's the time we get together yeah, again it, with it's the, the Somebody yelled, shut up and play the hits, and that's what they came up with. <laughs> yeah, and it was a lot more successful. I'll tell you, that seven minutes was a lot more interesting than what we got. It's If nothing else, it's a lot more charming, because at least the animatronics have some soul to them in a <laughs> weird, soulless way. <laughs> so we're like, wait, what? But you're right, though. I mean, it at least it reminded you of like being in the restaurant, eating their pizza, and yes, watching the show and then running off to play the games, you know. Chuck was just so aggressively singing Rudolph. <laughs> well, uh, and just uh, so you guys know, John Widelock couldn't sing a note, like he he just could not sing. So most of the time, whenever he would do his songs, he would just kind of like speak sing it, 
but everybody else, like all the other performers would sing on top and make him sound decent. So for this special, they got Scott Wilson to do it. And he was so good doing that voice and, and singing the song, you know, so good that he was immediately, he immediately replaced John Widelock. And so, yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? And John Widelock was in the room when they told him he got his job. That's like, crazy (laughs) he got to be in the room when it happened yeah Um. (laughs) yeah like that sucks i mean wow i I don't think he got paid that much anyway but still that's like like that's not cool like at least wait till the guy leaves before you give him his job yeah oh man (laughs) you ain't got the decency to stab me in the back you're gonna stab me in the front (laughs) no i don't think there's any decency (laughs) it's hard for a rat y'all i feel like we could do like just a whole hour of like casino and Goodfellas and Godfather quotes in the voice of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let's, uh, that would be a good, uh, that's a good uh, Patreon episode. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. It is in fact, an, <laughs> that is in fact an ep- episode. It's an upcoming uh, Patreon episode of Tis the Podcast. <laughs> yeah. This was strange, but it does lead me to introduce a brand new segment and i hope you guys will indulge me and it's called shall we play a game so yes that is from war games and it is because i asked an ai to generate a script of totally rad christmas talking about chuck e cheese and the christmas that almost wasn't so i have a script uh i haven't read through it i hope you guys haven't read through it and Let's try to do this. We're just going to Let's see. Here we go. All right. So, oh I'll do goodness. the narrator Sorry. and of course I'm the host and then I your parts are highlighted. So, okay. Intro music plays. Welcome to Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s and 90s. I'm your host, Jerry Davila, and today we have three very special guests to talk about a topic that is sure to bring back some fond memories. Joining us today are Ashley, Tom, and Ron. Welcome Thanks to the show, everyone. Thanks for having us, Jerry. Yeah, it's great to be here. Happy to be here, Jerry. Today we're going to be talking about Chuck E. Cheese at Christmas in the 80s and the Christmas special, The Christmas That Almost Wasn't. So let's dive in. Ashley, why don't you start us off? What are your memories of Chuck E. Cheese at Christmas in the 80s? Oh, man. I loved going to Chuck E. Cheese's at Christmas. It was always so festive and fun. I remember the decorations being so over the top. The giant ornaments and tinsel everywhere. And of course, there was the animatronic band that played Christmas songs. It was like a mini Christmas concert every time we went. That sounds amazing. Tom, what do you remember about Chuck E. Cheese at Christmas? Yeah, I definitely remember the animatronic band too. It was always a highlight of the visit. I also remember the Christmas-themed pizza that they would offer. It had red and green peppers and other festive toppings. It was a nice touch that really added to the holiday atmosphere. That's so cool. And Ron, what are your memories of Chuck E. Cheese at Christmas? I remember the excitement of going to Chuck E. Cheese in general, but especially during Christmas. The lights, the music, the games, it was all so much fun. And of course, meeting Chuck E. Cheese himself was always a highlight. He always had on his Santa hat and was ready to spread some holiday cheer. Sounds like Chuck E. Cheese really went all out for Christmas. Now let's talk about the Christmas special, the Christmas that almost wasn't. What did y'all think of the special? I loved it. It was such a fun and lighthearted Christmas story. I remember watching it on TV with my family every year. I always It always put us in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, I remember the animation being really cool, too. It had a classic hand-drawn look that gave it a lot of charm. 
I enjoyed the story and the characters too. It was a nice twist on the classic Christmas story oh. of Santa Claus and his workshop. Plus, the music was really catchy. I still find myself humming the songs from time to time. <laughs> Sounds like the Christmas that almost wasn't was a hit with all of you. Any favorite moments or scenes from the special? I loved the scene where they were trying to save Christmas by getting the rent money to the landlord. It was such a classic holiday trope, but it was done in such a fun and unique way. Yeah, I remember the scene where the landlord's daughter helps them out being really sweet. It was a nice message about the true spirit of Christmas. For me, it was definitely the musical numbers. <laughs> I love the songs of this special, especially if I could only be Santa Claus. It's just such a catchy tune. Well, it's clear that the Christmas that almost wasn't holds a special place in all of your hearts. Thank you all so much for joining us today to talk about Chuck E. Cheese at Christmas in the 80s and this classic Christmas special. This has been a blast. Outro music plays. That's all for this episode of Totally Rad Christmas. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Merry Christmas, everyone. What? <laughs> oh, boy. I say I, we cut out all questions. the stuff where we actually talk about the thing and just release that <laughs> just as, release as the episode. <laughs> Okay. And, we, and, and after you do the outro, <laughs> then we add all the other stuff on the end. It's like a. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know why it says, person? yeah, I remember. To, like, my only line started, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I definitely remember. I'm curious about like the other Christmas toppings. <laughs> so, <That's> you know. <laughs> know. Oh, you the know. Red candy and green peppers, <laughs> candy, candy glass, glass balls, um, <laughs> cinnamon. I don't know. <laughs> quarters. No, not you quarters. Tokens. The tokens. Tokens. <laughs> A whole orange just right in the middle. <laughs> studded, God. studded with cloves. <laughs> I don't know. Ew, ew. Yeah, exactly. It's just getting grosser. <laughs> I don't the, know. And the waiter comes by with a fresh cinnamon stick to grate on top of it. <laughs> oh, God. I'm all in. Let's do it. Oh, man. Yeah, so that was written by an AI. And it was something else. But it does make me wonder, what would you guys say would be your hap-hap-happiest memory or moment at the Chuck E. Cheese? Well, my hap-hap-happiest moment at Chuck E. Cheese or during this Whichever. very terrible... I'm I'm okay with either one. Okay, I have two. So I'll tell you my one. So every time we went for a birthday party, I don't know if you guys had this, but there was always like a... Chucky picture moment like you could take a picture with Chucky and it was like the the one that we had was sitting in a car so you would sit in a car you would put your token in and, and it, you would get a black and white picture and there's uh, one picture of me every year from like when I was three so when I was like I don't know I'm gonna say like nine it was pretty embarrassing but in all of them, I look miserable, but I swear to God, it was the, the highlight of my day. It was the absolute height of, highlight of my day. But in every single picture, I look miserable. So I would love to go and find them and uh, include them for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that and my second, my second most favorite um, was definitely when I think it was Chucky was saying his like magical um pump up lines and it was like there's no gift more precious than the magic of learning a lesson for yourself and i thought that was pretty neat <laughs> probably the best part yeah it's probably the best line out of that whole thing <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> my hap hap happiest memory of going to actual chuck e cheese was one of the machines was broken 
So you once it spit out the core, the uh, to- the uh, tickets, you could kind of slowly pull on it and pull out more tickets. <laughs> nice. And usually get like double or triple the amount of tickets you were supposed to get before it tore off. So nice. that was yep. the best thing about going to that <laughs> that uh, garbage Chuck E. Cheese and that I went to that <laughs> later became a Verizon store and somehow was even worse. So checks out. <laughs> Cell phone stores are the worst, and you don't win tokens. You should. No. I stole several tokens just to have them at home. I thought you were so. going to say you stole several phones from Verizon. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, statute limitations on that, Tom, but uh, I could either confirm or deny. But, you know, I have several, had have several Chuck E. Cheese tokens that I'm not sure how I ended up with them, but I have them. Yeah. Do they still have a green, grimy look to them? Oh, they're gross. They're super <laughs> gross. So they're authentic is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're they're in mint condition. <laughs> and that they're the color of mint? Yes. <laughs> exactly. For me, my hap, hap, happiest Chuck E. Cheese moment was, uh, oh, I must have been like seven or eight. And I was playing ski ball. And in the same round, I hit not one, but two 100s. That's awesome. And that was the nice. first time. I had nice. never hit 50 or 100, and I got two back-to-back. That's which, awesome. I mean, my f- I was around other kids, so this was obviously a very cool moment. Yeah. And I remember it just shy of being like lifted in, on everybody's shoulders <laughs> and paraded crit. around. Heck you know, yeah, with man. A bit of, with a little bit of a... Childhood hero. Yeah, yeah. That's Rudy, my Christmas story Rudy, memory of it. Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, though, man. I mean, that's like... How many tickets did you get from that? I mean, I, you had to get a bunch, right? I don't even remember the tickets, to be honest. I was just really excited about actually, you know, yeah. nailing it. Yeah. If I can interject a second happiest memory, Jerry, sure. oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Go for it. Of, of more recent vintage. No, I was done, but I just thought of this. My second happiest memory of Chuck E. Cheese is how during the pandemic, they uh, launched all, they pushed their restaurants out on Uber Eats and DoorDash and all those as Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, yeah, and people and people fell for it and bought <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese pizza <laughs> Oof. at at a premium to be delivered to their home. Yes, did they still have the lined up pepperoni cuts where you could tell that they just you know actually pizzas, yes because I watched that? a uh, I watched a YouTube video of a guy eat one, um, and yes, it did look like it was several different pizzas all put together they may <laughs> yes. they maintain that that's not what happens but i don't believe them for a minute no that's that's I don't authentic. Trust that rat <laughs> authentic chuck right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's cool man uh i'd never ordered from Pas- pasquale's so uh i i didn't get to have that experience i do remember the pizza not being great but at the same time it was you know when you're a kid like all pizza is great so, I was a kid. The pizza was delicious. I don't know what people complain about. <laughs> well, what I remember it being great is mostly from going with my daughter nowadays. But I'm sure I loved it because I was so excited to eat there every time. So, I'll tell you how bad it must have been. I remember when CC's Pizza opened, the first one in Houston. Do y'all have CC's Pizza, Ron? Uh, we've had it several times, and it keeps um, leaving our market and then coming back. Uh, that was like the coolest place in the entire world. I know it's not in Canada. It's oh, okay. It was it was like two ninety nine all you can eat pizza buffet. buffet. Yeah, oh, and they man. would do abominations like 
spiral macaroni and cheese on oh, top of pizza. Yep. And they had a taco pizza that was all lettuce. <laughs> okay, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. It was fancy. Yeah, yeah. I do like their uh, buffalo chicken pizza, but that's about it. Well, I guess their barbecue pizza is decent. But yeah, it's about the same. No, maybe it's like a step higher than... Uh, <laughs> I Chuck thought it was e. pretty cheese. amazing. So that says Chuck E. Cheese must have been really <laughs> bad. I I literally remember, I think it was probably the last time, which is why Chuck E. Cheese was ruined for me. But I remember going the last time. And I don't know if it's when you flip the pizza onto the backside, like they have these weird perforations or something. They look like little, um, kind of like what a Delicia pizza would look like. It doesn't look like it was it's like like from the flattened pan. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I, I remember looking at it going, yeah, I don't know if I trust this pizza. And just and then it tasted like cardboard. And I was like, OK, uh, I this is no longer magical for me. I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Hence why I, I will not take my kid to Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. That's why Tom hasn't been back. Now, for me, I think <laughs> uh, the happiest was when I was finally able to convince my mom to take us back after my brother had burned his leg and it was let's see i was four so yeah i i was about five years later because i was like eight or nine i think and it was awesome <laughs> it, really, it really was it was everything i wanted it to be and the cool thing is back then we didn't have like a toys r us in the valley either so there was one there in corpus so we got to go to the toys r us and then we got to go to chuck e cheese so it was like nice. extra awesome, you know, two birds, one stone. You exactly. Should, yeah. yeah. You should surprise your brother by throwing a piece of pizza on his leg now as an adult. <laughs> but it's got to be scalding hot. That's the only I second that. <laughs> These are the kind of memories nobody remakes from childhood, right? It's true. Yeah. Let's see if we can <laughs> capture it on film this time. <laughs> you can do a whole like Christ for arms. They threw beans on him thing with pizza. <laughs> i'm in let's do this Uh, sorry david i'm just i'm just surprised that there was pizza hot enough to burn anyone at a chuck e cheese (laughs) (laughs) that must have been a really hot heat lamp like (laughs) on the verge of going out (laughs) yeah i don't know that all i remember is that it was like super red and his skin was like bubbling up and i was like oh man like something happened there and i was just so mad that like I had to leave. Like this was this was my place. I finally got to come, and I have to leave. Ugh. What a selfish jerk! I mean, you <laughs> yeah. just want to enjoy. Suck it your up, time man. Yeah. Suck it up. He's gonna go and burn his leg. Oh man, little brothers. God. Damn oh, it. just get <laughs> the ball pit and rub some grime on it. It'll be fun. <laughs> You'll make a poultice. It'll <laughs> it'll work out. Jerry or Ron, have y'all let your kids play in ball pits? No, no, I have not. Yeah, I refuse. Yeah, nope. every time like they're they want to go so bad, it's like I can't, I can't let you go. <laughs> if you want their immune systems to to uh, toughen up, I suggest throwing them in a McDonald's ball pit and uh, hoping for the best. I'm pretty sure that's where The Last of Us started was a McDonald's <laughs> ball pit. Honestly, yeah, like I don't they, know. <laughs> like they go in and they'll for sure get like pink eye or something. So <laughs> I just bought a, uh, we just got a kiddie pool and a bag full of plastic balls to make one for her at the house. So we did yeah. that for Ellie too. That, that's what we did too, it, man. Yep. Yeah. She, yep. she loved it. She especially loved it when I would 
take the uh, fill like a bucket with the balls and just dump them on our head. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. But now we come to my favorite part of the show, which is a little segment I like to call Gag Me with the Spoon. So this is where we do our best impression of our least favorite part of this abomination. And as the guests, I'll let you go first. Just kind of set up the scene for us. Okay, I'm going to do mine first, only because I don't want someone else to take it. <laughs> so, so this has been brought up a, a couple times, but it's when um, Chucky was like, well, maybe we can wish really hard together. And then he said, and then Jas- Jasper says, between the both of us, we have a chance. And it was when they were wishing really hard for their letter to be sent to Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. But you got to do an impression, though. You got to do your I impression. I did. That didn't, that, didn't, that didn't sound like a New Jersey rat Listen, to me. <laughs> I'm Canadian. Um, so I'm not about that. But I'll leave that up to you guys. <laughs> all right. All right. Ron? Okay, so my least favorite thing about the whole special was every time Jasper tried to tell a joke, um, but specifically the part that 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 made me want to vomit more than eating a big slice of Pasquale's pizza and wings <laughs> was the part where he starts doing the airline pilot joke. Oh yeah, uh, when they're <laughs> in the uh, when they're in the thing. Well, thank you for flying the Jasper T. Jowls Airlines. Or whatever he did, that was it just. I just no, no. <laughs> all right, all right. My least favorite part is somewhere between the opening song and the ending song, but I'm going to go with one particular place where uh, Jasper and Chuck are being pulled by the robots, and they're getting ready to go to see Santa, and Jasper's like brought me halfway across the world to see Sandy Claus to bring Sandy Claus my letter. I can't wait to see the jolly fat man who lives at the North Pole. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Man, you guys are killing the Jaspers. Uh, I also went with the Jasper line. Um, This is when they finally get into the North Pole and they see the elf like sitting on the stairs just crying (laughs) and And uh, Jasper finds his hat and he goes, you're an elf and this is your hat. (laughs) Like what? Yeah. Okay. We, okay. Yes. Uh, Obviously he's an elf. (laughs) Bad timing, man. Apparently Jasper's like starring in a biopic for an Oscar in this episode, right? We're assuming Jasper is going to be a shoe in for us to win. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's done Jasper. Yeah, this is this is like Jasper's the... Emmy reel here. <laughs> this is uh, this is uh, uh, I knew this was just ratty bait. But like speaking of Jasper, I was really expecting the rest of them to be in it, and and it was kind of a letdown. I it was, was kind like, of oh, a bummer okay. that they weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, money, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess they were saving. Clearly, like, <laughs> I guess I don't know what would you do with Pasquale. Um, he could have helped that stew that Mrs. Well, Claus no, Pasquale, it's like you save him for the next holiday special. So it's like um, Thanksgiving, Chuck E. Cheese, uh, Chuck E. Cheese's uh, Radical New Year's featuring Pasquale. <laughs> uh, they need to go back and remake this with that Pixar money now, y'all. 
<laughs> and get get John okay. Widelock back. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's passed or anything. I'm just <laughs> I didn't do that much research. <laughs> John Ransenberger will be the new voice of uh, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> He'll be Santa. <laughs> A uh, little-known fact about Chuck E. Cheese there. (laughs) I actually found out that um, the new voice of Chuck E. Cheese is the singer of Oh, Bowling um, for Soup. Bowling for Soup, soup. which is like, I listened to that in high school. Like, I loved them. So I I was like, what the heck? I didn't know that. And then I started to look at his, like, what other voice stuff he does. And he actually does quite a bit. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's, it checks off to me then. They're from uh, your neck of the woods, Jerry. Oh, they are? And oh, Bowling nice. for Soup is from Richland or Wichita Falls or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's about two hours from here. It's Texas. Everything's at least two hours from everywhere. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, to get home, I, I got to drive 10 hours. <laughs> and I'm still in Texas. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. So so does that mean the new uh, Chuck E. Cheese band is going to be like a, uh, like a power pop? punk type of thing i hope so i yeah what what was their band name again it was like the the make believe or the make the oh, oh i can't gosh. remember uh, judging from the looks of jasper it's the make a wish <laughs> <laughs> munch's make believe band yes that's yes that's was, right yeah. make believe yeah mm-hmm. yeah the jasper t gels jasper t gels pascali p pie plate and they're going to replace the uh, voice of Jasper with I don't know Chris Stapleton or somebody. No, you know it's going to be <laughs> uh, it's going to be Chris Pratt because he, he's, he's the voice of everything. everything. No, I hope Chris, not. Chris Pratt's going to be Pasquale. He's he's on a he's on a one man mission to ruin every Italian stereotype Italian? he can get his yeah. hands on. Yep, yeah. I'm in though. Let's do this. Oh man, but you know GI Joe taught us that uh, knowing is half the battle. What do you think the other half is? Not losing your elf hat. don't forget to send your letter to santa before christmas eve or you're cut you're cut nice knowledge is half the battle the other half is having the right wooden spoon to beat a storm (laughs) those are all much better than mine i just said so if knowing's half the battle the other half is just having an 80s robot now see this whole thing feels like a metaphor for the japanese japanese taking over america in the 80s (laughs) it really does right I feel like that's what the robots were for. That's why Chuck E. Cheese was like, hey, I've got these two robots for slaves. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Fortran was like, it's called outsourcing, Santa. You better get used to it. <laughs> but removing it from the special, if knowing is half the battle, the other half is definitely surviving. <laughs> for real? <laughs> nope, I'm not going to be gross on your show. Never mind. You can cut this out. I was going to say, surviving the explosive diarrhea after visiting <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Hot brown water. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say I ever experienced uh, explosive diarrhea or explosive (laughs) diarrhea. Sorry. After Chuck E. Cheese. I think that's maybe a Tom thing. I don't know if that's like a universal thing, but um, I don't remember having done that as a kid. I'm just assuming it would happen now. That's that's more like, like, oh, yeah. Nowadays. nowadays. (laughs) Having somebody's third or fourth hand pizza that they're regifting to you. I feel feel like it's going to go one way or the other. And neither way is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. I feel terrible for you guys. And there's just a possibility that they could have explosive diarrhea at any point. Yeah. And yeah. kudos to you guys. <laughs> I don't know how many times one of us has had to cancel for illness 
Yeah, caught on by, I caught on that by, just for this episode. Yeah, walking, yeah. walking I petri that. dishes that we love. Yep, yep. I was like, Jerry was like, oh, just scroll up and and look at the like the previous stuff, and I was like, when yeah. the heck? And then it was like October or something, and I was like, oh, okay, I, <laughs> this is so like the at the very beginning of the month or actually late January, my youngest got strep, then the middle child got it, then the oldest got it. She was off antibiotics for about three days and her strep hadn't gone away because apparently it's starting oh. to be uh, resistant to amoxicillin and she it got it tense. again. So now she's on antibiotics again. So, oh my God. Yeah. These ones hopefully don't hurt her stomach like they did last time. They right? have been. Uh, they, oh, it, it's a stronger medicine. So uh, we had to get a special, yeah. another medicine to go along with it. But Aww. Anyway, on that note, uh, guys, let me say it has been so much fun talking about <laughs> the Pizza Time players with y'all. And uh, but tell me about your shows. Like, you know, what do you want to plug? Wait, before before we plug, I actually had a um, like I would like to ask questions to you guys. And the questions are number one: What was your favorite game at Chuck E. Cheese? And number two: um, What was your favorite toy that you would get? at the like after you got your tickets what was your go-to toy so i don't know if that's something Mm. you guys want to ponder a bit so when i was growing up it was ski ball ski ball Mm -hmm. when i've been since i've been back with my daughter it's probably just been whatever oh no it was the batman game where like you're riding in the batmobile and you're driving around like shooting stuff uh i don't know what it's called um, so is that one? And as far as like prizes, it's literally just whatever we could get with the those crummy tickets <laughs> that don't buy anything. Yes. <laughs> so I think it was maybe yeah. a, an army man with a parachute that you would throw up and the parachute would open. That was mine. Yeah. I think my favorite were the little pencil toppers that were different alien looking things with the thin arms. Oh yeah, yeah. those are cool. That you would shake around yeah. and they yeah. would flop. <laughs> yeah, those are those legit. Are my favorite. <laughs> That was what I ended up getting most of all was the little pencil toppers or the little uh, finger puppets. But uh, that's my favorite... that's all you could get with the 6,000 <laughs> tickets that you had. Yeah, I know that I stole like... from that machine. <laughs> uh, but my favorite game, uh, because I'm from Kentucky and we are college basketball crazy, my favorite game was always Papa Shot. So. Oh, oh, nice. Nice. Um, mine was probably the clown game where you had to like pin the clowns like with the um like a ball you had to knock over the the ones that were highlighted in red Mm -hmm. that one's probably Mm. still a favorite of mine but i always like that one too and my favorite toy to get was uh number one the chinese torture uh finger (laughs) Finger trap the chinese finger Finger trap trap. Mm -hmm. yeah that was one of them and the army men uh that that you would throw over like whatever and they would float with the parachutes and then i also liked the airplanes the foam airplanes and you threw them and they flew oh yeah anything that i could peg Mm. my brothers with (laughs) (laughs) oh you would throw those and every time even if it would you know hit a blade of grass it would rip off you know the 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 wing would rip off (laughs) yes yes yeah every time yep Yep. but uh yeah so tell me about your shows I'm from Tis the Podcast, and I really feel like your listeners are tired of hearing us plug our show on your show, so I'll just leave it with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can find him at Tis the Pod <laughs> on Twitter. 
You can plug somebody else's show, Tom. You don't have to just plug your own. <laughs> uh, I'm Tom. I'm on a podcast that I share with Jace called Film Strip, where we talk about movies. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and where can you find that? Can you find your <laughs> Film Strip podcast on social media, Tom? You can find it at a filmstrippod. At I don't know what's your handle, Filmstrip Pod. <laughs> yeah, Filmstrip Pod on all the social medias, filmstrippodcast.com. <laughs> there you go. Listen to me. Tell listen to all of my episodes where I talk way with way more knowledge of horror films than any other podcast. <laughs> than on anybody the I've ever met ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I also talk a lot about 80s ninja movies. No, I was so gonna say, that. yeah, some canon films, throw a lot of canon films in there. <laughs> yeah if if uh if it was in a all scam, fairness uh, i was gonna say in all fairness i do always feel like i learn a lot it's almost like taking a master class in modern film history every time i listen to the true yeah. podcast. it's a master class of garbage yes <laughs> to be honest ron i was super confused when i saw your name pop up on the discord because i was like He's the only one that doesn't have like a Christmas theme attached to his name. So I was like, who is this guy? And this is like hot dog president or something. President so I was hot like, dog. I was like, he's been a, a long time listener and a, a contributor to especially Reddit on Tis the Podcast. And then he was a guest and then he's guest on all of our shows. But he's had a brilliant career as a as a podcaster and and a writer too right den yes. of geeks den of mm-hmm. geeks i was gonna den say geek, slash yeah. film but no no den of geeks yeah no just den of geeks not slash film yet but you know fingers <laughs> crossed one day i could claw my way up to the dumpster <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's won uh yeah. the reddest beard so yeah for actually, just reasons. so you know we all just look for reasons to bring Rod onto our shows so that we don't have to research <laughs> our, whatever we're covering ourselves. That's that's, that's true. I, yeah. I gotta ask him and Jay back for uh, Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> oh, Jay would love to be on for Jaws the Revenge. He loves that movie. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad, but it's good. <laughs> oh, oh man. What about you, Ashley? Tell me about your show. Well, I'm from Magic of the Season podcast, and uh, right now I only have two episodes out, and uh, hopefully there's one to come out. And actually, uh, Kim from uh, Planning for Christmas, she's going to be joining me on the March episode. And you can find me monthly pretty much up until Christmas when hopefully there'll be more. But yeah. Right on. Where can they find you? Uh, Magic of the Season podcast on Instagram. And that's that's all I got right now. That's cool. Uh, uh, well, you don't need that other stuff. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's going going downhill. Uh, <laughs> it's fast. Yeah, that's why I said all the socials. So follow me on Mastodon and what's the other one? Vine. Vine. I don't sure. I don't know. I... Is it Vine? <laughs> no. No. TikTok. TikTok. No, it's not TikTok. I don't. I don't. I, China has enough of my information. Um, they don't need yes. it anymore. <laughs> for real. You... That's, that's why <laughs> I'm not. Have y'all joined the wait list for Blue Sky yet? No. Oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, same. The new socials. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> new for me. We'll we'll check it out. Uh, but on that note, let me say thanks again, guys. This was uh this is fun talking about this bonkers special. And uh I'll end it by saying, How will he know? He'll know he's Santa Claus. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas, Twitter at Rad Christmas, Mastodon at Totally Rad Christmas at Mastodon.world or our Facebook group, Totally Rad Christmas Mall and Arcade, where you can make your voice known to us as well. 
We post anything and everything 80s or Christmas related. And if you're feeling like Jasper magically getting his list to Santa, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more people and spread some rad holiday cheer. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our super dope website, totallyradchristmas.com, courtesy of Tis the Podcast Elf, Tom Crow. There's no gift more precious than the magic of learning a lesson for yourself. This big cheese is all heart. Later, dudes. Yes, thanks to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, nothing can stop Santa Claus from completing his appointed rounds. Not rain, nor snow, nor sleet, nor hail. Miss mm, Wally, that's not Santa you're thinking of. It's the mailman. Oh. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so 